0: From the creators of the video game podcast Famicom Dojo, they still make that, and the enthusiastic support of the Nerd and Tie Network.
1: Yeah, do whatever you want.
0: Comes a podcast about the single most important question in human history: What is the meaning is of life? Why right would I ever me? find love? Can God create a rock so big even Pumpkin Man cannot How look can it? How can I find fulfillment? Do we have Before what happens Ill? after you Does die? Does this look infected is to you? Is there such a thing as karma or fate? What is true? Have you guys seen my keys? What should I be watching on TV? Every episode of Two Boobs Watch the Tube, Vink and his best bra, Sean Orange, take a shallow dive into a current or retro TV show. Will they love it? I guess. Will they hate it? No one Will knows. they fight about it? No one cares. Did Sean even watch it? No. Is Vink still listening as Sean talks about Transformers? Definitely not. These questions and more will be answered on Two Boobs Watch the Tube. Oh, hi. Hi. Good to see you there. Hello,
1: how you doing? I'm doing good. We're like, we're like, we're like making this new secret, secret podcast. Secret. It's not, not really so a secret, secret anymore. anymore. This is this is episode seven, I think. So yeah, yeah. And and the first handful are out. It's been it's been it How been am a I treat. looking?
0: I'm looking nice. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Oh, before we get into that. My is nice, my about. suit's nice, I'm just nice. Oh
1: God, <laughs> I love this show so much. Oh, it's so good. And I have things to say, Yeah. I guess before we get into that, that we should talk okay. about, tell me what you watch, Vink. What do you really, really watch?
0: I'll tell you what I watch, what I really, really watch. Um, I, uh, I, have been, I have been watching some episodes of How I Met Your Mother. Oh, i yes. haven't watched that since it went off the air
1: i, I can't bring I,
0: myself to it got on netflix and now it's got japanese subtitles and i'm thinking of oh. trying to introduce my wife to it because she likes things like friends and things like that and it's oh it's, she it's, would it's, love it's, this thing yeah that's what i'm thinking so and she liked uh what it was the new girl you know uh so i i think this you know uh and 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 I I I still I still am I'm, I'm not angry at the series for the last season, so I can I can <laughs> I can I can come into it fresh. Um, but yeah, that's I'm what not angry
1: watching. at the whole last season, <laughs> just
0: the last episode,
1: just just that one, and yeah. for a very specific reason. Maybe once we talk about it in the actual yeah. podcast as an episode, then I will explain it then. But not now. Okay.
0: Yeah, and we will. I'm going to drag it, it out for seven seasons and then explain it. <laughs> We'll 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 drop hit we'll drop hints along the way. Where's my umbrella? Oh. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> freaking umbrella.
1: Out of yeah. all those people, out of yeah. all those people, yep. the one who yep. went on to stardom was freaking Colby Smulders. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed, but she is an amazing uh, Maria Hill. I just I just yep. gotta say that right yep. off the bat. Yep, yep. Anyway, hey. Anyway. How about you? What have you been watching? Uh, I watched the first two episodes of Star Trek Prodigy. Yeah. Which is a Nickelodeon show about Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, Spoilers, it it features a hologram of Captain Catherine Janeway from Star Trek Voyager, which then led me to watch the first season of Star Trek Voyager again. And, buddy, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute since I watched Voyager. Because mm. over those seven seasons, I had feelings, much like How I Met Your Mother, about how that ended. Okay. Coming from a mile away, given all the various plots they'd yep. done during the yep. show. But su- suffice to say, even though the show had premiered uh, in 1994, uh, yep. hot off the heels of uh, Star Trek uh, The Next Generation. Yep. And then concurrently with Deep Space Time for five seasons, that's um, right. and the I think I think the series finale was while I was in college, so two thousand one or two. Mm. Um, it's amazing how much I remember of that first season, and that's okay. all on Paramount Plus now. Mm. I, I don't know if it's on Netflix still, but uh, I've, I I haven't watched every episode because, much like Quantum Leap, I recall quite a bit. So yeah. I've just been picking the ones that I don't remember as much.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's better than I remember in that first season. Nice. Maybe it's season two that where I start to hate it. I don't I nice. don't really remember. I'll have to but watch I also it. I have, watched
0: I have the, it on Laserdisc seasons one and two of Of Voyager. course you do. <laughs> <laughs> of course I do. Good lord. Okay, continue Yeah, the the
1: the the, the Paramount Plus versions are definitely, you know, four eighty P. I'm just gonna uh, yeah. put that out there. But
0: you know that's good because sometimes when they when they HD something, they also letterbox it. and They cut off the bottom of the screen. Yeah, that's so. no good.
1: Yeah, it's it's all four by three. Um, I think much like Next Generation, all the effects yeah. are done on videotape, so oh, okay. you can't really HDify it without redoing yeah. the effects, yeah. which was very expensive. and Probably not worth it for Next Generation. I'm just i saying. So, yeah. I got one um, more thing I've been watching.
0: Oh, you you yeah, still yeah. On Voyager. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, I was I was just just gonna say that I really. Appreciate Janeway a lot more in retrospect after, ha- after ha- not having watched it in twenty years or okay. so. She is she's a good captain.
0: She was also so. good in the movie Camp Nowhere.
1: Also she was, good. She was in was one of the, uh, Orange is the New
0: black. Yeah, there's that too. But Camp Nowhere. Yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to yes? I've been watching some episodes of the Flintstones. And I have That's, to say, and I have out of to left say, field. Now, I mean, maybe it's just me. Maybe I've been, you know, in quarantine too long. But do you find Wilma Flintstone sexy?
1: <laughs> what is that a quote from? Is that like mall rats? Like, what is? What is no, that it's from? not. It's spoilers. It's from the
0: topic of this episode.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, it's been a while. I didn't make it through all of season two. So, or maybe it's after it's season act- three. It's actually, it's actually remember. the first episode of season three. It's
0: actually the first. It, so, so, I you're suppo- you're saying that. so you're supposed to be the cat and you're supposed to be saying, in all probability, Wilma Flintstones is the, is the most desirable woman who has ever lived. And then I say, and she is. <laughs> and then I say, well, what do you think about Betty Rubble? I don't remember. And you, and you say, I'd go with Betty, but I'd be thinking of Wilma. And then I'd say, this is crazy talk. And Kat says, yes, you're crazy. And he goes, yeah, she'd never leave Fred. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping you'd be able to go with me on this one, but that's okay. I can't remember. I mostly mostly talk to myself anyway. I
1: just, I just.
0: Listen. Okay, let's skip to the meat, and you know what? I'm going to do right. to you what you did to me with Quantum Leap, since do you, it. Clearly, you clearly don't remember as closely as I do. Please explain yeah. the premise of the first two seasons of Red Dwarf to our listeners out there. Because, yes, Red dwarf, Red dwarf.
1: Yeah, Red Dwarf is a story about the last man in the universe and his four male companions, although there's not always four of them. They're not all human. They're not all alive, and there's not always five of them. Four? Or sorry, there's not always
0: four of them. Are th- is there ever four? Four companions?
1: There, Cast of five? It's, it's four it's four chaps for the most part. Okay okay, 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 okay. A different four chaps, and then it's five of them and one of them isn't a chap. It and then or 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 there's or there's four four of them and one of them also isn't a chap.
0: All right. All right. But we're it's, talking about we're talking about season one right now. So, uh, season sorry, one and season, two. So, see, series,
1: yep. series one and two. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, it all starts uh, when second and third technician Rimmer and Lister uh, who are the two lowest ranking crew members on the Red Dwarf mining yep. ship from the Jupiter Corporation I believe. What about um, the laboratory
0: mice? If Lister gives them a command they've got to jump right to it. Yes, yes, that's true. Just, sir, eek, eek. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to just be throwing quotes at you this entire episode. Sorry. Cuz I and, just rewatched and, it today. So. Sure. Yeah.
1: Uh and and rather than give up uh, his cat Frankenstein uh his cat Frankenstein um to be dissected, he uh goes into time stasis. Frankly, and wakes sir, what's up in it for the cat? Years, uh but wakes three million years later after all the radiation has dissipated yes. because uh without um Lister, Rimmer has improperly sealed a drive plate and all the crew died. Everybody's dead, Dave. Everybody's dead, Dave, everybody's dead, Dave. Uh and um he's the only living human that he knows of uh in all of the cosmos. Yep. Um although uh they established early on that dead crewmates can be resurrected as holograms. Just one. Um, By the ship's computer, Holly. um, Mm -hmm. Just one at a time. And uh, so Holly, the computer, has chosen Rimmer as the person the best keep Lister same. So that's Holly, a computer, um, who's a dude for now. Uh, Yep. uh, It's kind of like Ziggy. Yes, it's very much like Ziggy except for he's literally not alive anymore and is a computer simulation of what Rimmer was like. Rimmer, who is dead, Dead That is a can of spam, and uh, a cat who's descended from Frankenstein after millions of years. See if it's sealed in the cargo hold, um, and is it's the four of them traveling through space trying to get back to Earth?
0: That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's 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 in a nutshell. Yeah, Arnold. Well,
1: unlike you, I did actually watch Red Dwarf before this episode. I mean, as opposed to Quantum Leap.
0: I watched Quantum Leap before this episode, thirty, 30 years odd years ago. This yeah, 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 okay, all right. But I mean, Red Dwarf predates Quantum Leap. Red Dwarf premiered in nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. But unlike Quantum 80, Leap, it's it still eighty eight. Thought it was eighty seven. Might have been eighty seven, but yeah, eighty seven, eighty eight. But unlike, well, they filmed the first two series at the same time, so I'm not sure. It makes how sense. The... Yeah, but. But anyway, makes sense and then, what we've seen in that show. Yeah. So it predates Quantum Leap, and unlike Quantum Leap, it's still running. Boy, is that a thing? That British is a real TV, thing,
1: you guys. British Weird. TV is different, and yep. not just because it's funnier and better and all around yep. amazing, but because unlike unlike American TV, where you had to sell your soul to a network for yep. a decade, or at least until you got to. Uh, Uh, syndication for five seasons typically 100 episodes um uh british tv shows uh given that uh the bbc is publicly funded um can do whatever they want so red dwarf was six episodes okay
0: both series series. one and two of red dwarf ran in 1988 and then it was immediately followed yep no right. then it was immediately followed by Red Dwarf Series 3 in 89 then they then they waited 2 years did Red Dwarf 4 in 91 then mm-hmm. 92 had Red Dwarf 5 93 had Red Dwarf 6 90 and then 4 year gap until Red Dwarf 7 in in 97 then immediate then 2 year gap and then Red Dwarf 8 then a 10 year gap and then a three Back part mini series called Back to Earth Yep. Another three-year gap, Red Dwarf Ten. Four-year gap, Red Dwarf Eleven. One-year gap, Red Dwarf Twelve. Three-year gap, Red Dwarf: The Promised Land. Another a movie event. So, oh my god! And British TV is just different, you guys. It's just different, but but anyway, still running. Kinda. I mean, who knows? I mean, they. They right. just finished up that movie and it might be 10 years until we get new episodes but I feel like we will. Do you know what I mean because yeah, the yeah, premise yeah, yeah. of Red Dwarf. Now, I'm going to give you a different a different overview of of uh Red Dwarf. Okay? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. It's the odd couple meets dark star. That's good. Yeah. Cuz it's you've got your Felix Unger and what what's what's the other guy's name? Um the, the the odd couple people you you've got you you know you've got the slob and you've got the 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 overly anal retentive person except they're both kind of yes. dumb um, and you've got they're the both cat ex- who's
1: extremely dumb yeah
0: you got cat who's comic relief but really the main premise of the first two series is Lister and Rimmer trying to stay sane dealing with an infinite amount of time in an empty godless world you know it's like yeah they're it's, like, it's, it's yeah. like
1: the whole nihilist idea of, yes. like, is there any points to life? Yes. It's what you make of it, basically, and what people yeah. think to make of it in this show is to make each other just miserable enough that they don't lose it.
0: Entire episodes can be based off practical jokes to keep one from being bored. What, I mean... yes. The idea, the idea is that it's 3 million years, so obviously life, if it still exists, is, has evolved beyond the point where one could ever reemerge from it. They're traveling right. at a ship that has approached light speed so much so that we're getting future echoes. Talk about that in a moment. I
1: love that episode. Yes. It
0: turns out that Lister, the, the lowest-ranked member on a, on a ship of 169 crew members, is in fact God. Um, <laughs> to the cats, to, to the, the cat cats. people because yes. Because his uh, my of... plan? <laughs> it was me plan. Yeah. I planned it. I was gonna have a sheep and a cow and breed horses. With a sheep and a cow? No, with horses and horses. With horses and horses. <laughs> Most of Fiji is is three is three feet underwater these days. Well, the animals will have to be quite tall. <laughs> 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 you can crossbreed them with dolphins and have leaping buttons. Bah Psh! Bah <laughs> Listen, so
1: oh, Lord That's the wild thing about this show is it was yes. shot as a sitcom. It is a sitcom. Like the kind of sitcom that uh, uh uh oh shoot, I forgot the name of it. That that um that Ricky Gervais show was about.
0: The office?
1: No no no, no the one after that. It was it was the know. kind of show that yeah. that show would make fun of, that was like soulless and godless, and you like sold your humanity and your vision of life and whatever, to be in this mm. horrible thing with 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 catchphrases and yeah, whatever else. And then David David Bowie makes fun of you for it.
0: Yep. Uh, no.
1: But,
0: yeah. Ah, uh, sorry. I'm. I'm gonna have but, to look it up now because I feel yes. terrible. But anyway, um, so Red Dwarf. Is a low-budget show that has uh, just a few very industrial-looking sets. Everything is gray in the first part because they imagine because it's not supposed to be a glamorous starliner. No. It's a mining right. ship. It yes. is. A, it is a ship, and and they are part of the space corps, and they're just doing these trips to earn some money to save to save some money, except for Rimmer, who's a career. Um, and like the first two seasons have a very distinct look that goes away in the later series. It, it's everything, everything is very, yeah, industrial, very gray. If there's a product on the screen, it's like Jupiter Mining Corporation beer, Jupiter Mining Corporation whiskey, right. Jupiter Mining Corporation right. popcorn. You know, right. everything is, everything is dull and drab and it's supposed to uh, show that. And it's basically just about these two people who cannot get along. And you've got the science fiction wrapper to it, but generally right. it's, it's just, it could be a stage show. Quite easily, right? Because, yep. because also in the Very first much few series, thing. it is a science fiction series that has no aliens.
1: Right. That so but at, at least at the time that they yeah. set off on the Red Dwarf, the name of the ship, by the way, that they yes. that they that they are on. Yeah. Um, they they haven't encountered any alien life, and in three million years. Who knows? So far, yeah. every lead in the first two series is a false one.
0: Yes, uh, they including keep thinking one where it's a practical they... joke. Yeah, it's a garbage Love pod. <laughs> you ruined it. I'm
1: you sorry. spoiled the whole episode. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm sorry. They, it's, it, I'm sorry. No, they, it's they, a Quake Armor Warrior. Early, very early in that episode, it's fine. Yes, this it Robert is. Doesn't realize. <laughs> Rimmer's always convinced it's aliens. Like, the the guy, like, the,
0: it's aliens.
1: Like, it's that, he's that guy all the time.
0: He's, yeah, he's the guy before, before that guy was that guy. Yeah. Um, so, you've got Rimmer who's totally incompetent, but acts, and you know, he's, he's a total, and he's dead, yes. Um, (laughs) The series skips around a little bit in the early episodes where they show flashbacks of when the crew was alive, but for the most part, it is a character piece between two actors and occasionally interrupted by a guest star or the cat, who mainly just is the comic relief just s- scurrying around being a cat. Right. Which right. is which is hilarious. He becomes much more of a of a crew member after the first two series. But in the first ones, he's yeah, he's he's just he's just kind of there and totally self absorbed and, and hilarious. I mean and the ship's computer hilarious. is senile because he's, he's been alone for got three an IQ million of 6,000. years. <laughs> yes, yeah. Which is the same IQ as six thousand PE teachers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate so much how every single one of these characters isn't <laughs>
0: Oh, completely. There is, I mean, the, the only, I mean, you won't get competent characters in this show until several seasons in. Um, right. And even then, and, and even then, quickly they're quickly
1: run, <laughs> run out yeah.
0: Yes, they are. This is my favorite show, I think. Oof. I don't know. I oh, mean. Oh,
1: I love it. At least historically, me, mm. yes. My exposure to this show yeah. was this. I'm sure I saw it on PBS. OK, uh, I th- think it was a season five episode because it had yep. a lot to do with um, Kachansky was uh, complaining about the gurgling pipes in her. That bunk. would be
0: series. That would be series seven. And the episode is ducked soup.
1: Is it seven? Oh, God. Yep. See, there you go. Yep. Oh, you, so, you, so you I, joined after the classic era. Wow. Oh, yes. So I wasn't aware of it until that point. And so it was really it was really yeah. Trey. Uh, the the founder of this uh, venerated nerd and tie podcast network who got me to watch the earlier seasons. Once I got to college and and, and met him. And that's also when series eight uh, has started airing. So we watched all of it, which didn't take long because they're short,
0: but each series, each of the early series was six episodes and some of the later series ranged up till eight, eight episodes. But, Um, Wow, okay I, My first episode that I ever watched was one called Meltdown Which is the one with the wax droids It's a series 4 or 5 episode okay. And uh, I think series 5 And then what's, what's weird is like There was one it, it, Series 5 ends with an episode called um, Back to Reality Where Yes, and, oh and, I love that one And then the next episode in the PBS run order Was episode 1 Which is called The End which confused <laughs> me a lot. And, right. and I thought, the, because it seemed, I'm not going to spoil the end of series five, but it, it, it seemed that it might have been a simulation. And then this episode comes on and I'm like, is this the next episode? But it was the beginning. And then I watched it all the way through, taping the episodes this time and watching them obsessively. And then I had to, and then I ran all the way through and then series six was the new season. That I watched, so okay. so I watched it before the big gap. Um, and ugh. okay, but what, yeah, plenty since it I was to taping, catch up on though.
1: yeah, what? Plenty to catch up on though. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was um, but just an absolutely just and okay. I was a little worried to rewatch uh, these episodes because again, I watched them obsessively when I was young and sure. uh, they shaped a lot of how i feel about comedy. i they really really do. like are you timing we and aren't things young? like that. what? are you saying we aren't young? i'm not saying that specifically, but <laughs> um so sure. yeah, i want i want i watched them all now, not taped off my vhs tape so i could actually read the things like there's oh, a lot sure. of visual gags that I never got because I couldn't actually read the text on the screen because I recorded them in like that six-hour VHS mode, which seemed like a good idea at the time. For For
1: those of you who don't know, yeah. like, guys, like, TV is like in 640 by 480, roughly. Yeah. And when you record things on VHS, first of all, it's analog. So you make copies of copies, it degrades and yep. degrades and degrades. Yep. But the SLP speed you're talking about? Yep. Super long play, they call that. Yep. Very low
0: resolution. Vaseline not the mode. Six hundred
1: and forty by four hundred and eighty.
0: Yeah, like it you is. Can it. You can simulate it. Mirrored. You can simulate it. Just great. take a pair of glasses. Get get like a some leftover grease from a pot roast and just kind of wipe it all on there, and then put them on, and then sit really close. Um, that's that's the experience. So I was watching them again from my DVDs, which. I'll tell you what. I bought these DVDs when they when DVD was new, um, yep. and yep. I don't think I rewatched. So. I don't think I even rewatched the episodes on them. I think I mainly watched all the tons of special features on the DVDs because I was so familiar sure. with the episodes. I didn't. So some of these episodes, I'm sure, I'm rewatching for the first time in a watchable format oh. in 20 years, Thank and I was like, God. and like. I still remembered almost every line of dialogue, but I picked up so many visual things that I'd never seen before. So, Oh, no. Like, everything's written in, es- in English and Esperanto. <laughs> because the yeah, creators yeah. thought that that would be the universal language of the future.
1: Yeah, and was trying to constantly learn Esperanto, and he's terrible at it. Yep,
0: yep. Uh, just That's great. So, anyway, Red Dwarf, is, is a show that is science fiction and it definitely becomes more science fiction as it goes along. And there's yep. two schools of thought on that. Some people think yep. that it really picked up at series three because they started having more characters doing more things. Uh, mm-hmm. Monster of the Week, you know, started getting more exciting, a lot more action packed. Whereas the first two series were just basically people talking a lot and recalling things. And but there's so many brilliant ideas, just absolutely brilliant ideas, that uh, that it's unfortunate that they had only a half-hour comedy format to do because so many of them could have been a series in themselves. The concept of Future Echoes, which is the second episode, um, exploring you know the idea of bringing back dead crew members um, as holograms. The um, the, the 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 fact that an entire race and religion uh, came from the the cat Lister had the pregnant cat that Lister had smuggled aboard, and and the ideas of divinity, um, you know each episode was something the uh, hallucinations hallucin- hallucinations made solid in confidence and paranoia, which could have been. You know, which mainly manifested themselves in a bunch of fish raining from the sky. Um, right, right, right. Then you've got then you've got. Um, let's see, I think I skipped one. Me squared, which is the hell is living with yourself, um, where they find a way to bring back another hologram, but they just bring back a duplicate hologram. Um, just just absolutely wonderful stuff. Just wonderful stuff going on.
1: Um, yeah, F- Future Echoes definitely was foundational for my understanding of the whole predestination paradox thing. Yes, uh, yes. like before I watched Lost Season 5, and especially as a fan of like Quantum Leap, very, yeah. very different.
0: Yes, um. Then we get into Series 2. Series 2 changes it up a little bit. They're, they're definitely trying to expand the universe a little bit. They're bringing in some new, care, some new one-off characters, um, expanding the role of Cat a little bit, expanding the role of Holly, making Holly mm. um, the ship's computer, which was always kind of a funny thing, but there's an episode called Queeg. I'm not going to spoil this, but Queeg is a great episode. and It is, some people would call Red Dwarf kind of like A Waiting for Godot because like it's there's a lot of dialogue but nothing really happens of substance in the first 2 series.
1: Nothing can cuz again nothing it's can. just like yeah the, the the point is to remain sane in an empty sure. godless
0: universe. Sure. Did you watch did you watch Dark Star? No. Early um what is it John Carpenter movie like um, oh. very low budget, started off as a college production and really, really oh. low budget. But but there there's definitely influences of Red Dwarf in there because okay. it's also funny. It's also characters kind of going insane. You've also got sure. a sentient computer and everything's sure. very industrial looking because it's not... It also reminds me of a series called Quark. Do you know Quark? I've heard of it. Quark was like, kind of like Get Smart in Space. It was another one done <laughs> by... Um, what what's his what's this? Buck Henry, and it yeah. only it, it was canceled after nine episodes. But it's a bunch oh. a bun, a bunch of space sanitation workers, like a garbage crew. Oh, or sure. whatever. And and it's much more trying to be a funny show. You know what I mean? But but like there's definitely inspirations. But I think Red Dwarf is just the one that encapsulates it all so well the idea of this isn't about space adventurers this isn't about the captain of the ship it's about the people who clean the nozzle from the chicken soup dispenser it's
1: like lower decks before lower decks
0: sure sure
1: except they keep they keep getting pulled into the big plots like whereas these they guys do. never do anything important like as yeah. as the captain's notes uh, said about rumor that there's a job doing well
0: if there's a job worth doing, worth doing, wait, look, if there's a job worth doing, uh, do it, do it well, and if there's a job not worth doing, give it to Rimmer. Yeah, give it to
1: Rimmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Holly my file, my file. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I guess that that could be an off-putting thing about this show too is that it yes. it is a sitcom, and there is yes. a laugh track. Like, the, I think as an actual studio audience, at least early on, when I watched, even it, in the later series, that was, even in the
0: later series, yeah.
1: Well, well there was there was a season or two where they didn't have the laugh track at the very least. That's right. And so it was off putting to me to go back to the earlier stuff where it's very much like a set that's meant yeah. to be filmed in front of a front of a studio audience. And, and it the was. camera angles it was are all... it was filmed in front of a right.
0: studio audience cuz in the Smeg Smeg up's tape you could win a chance to be in the studio mm-hmm. audience for a future season. So yeah, right. it was a... And if you watch the bloopers videos, which are great, you can definitely hear the audience reacting to things that are not going as planned.
1: Right, right. So it it, it, it evolves as it goes along in, the, in through these decades. But That's in right. these first two series, it's very much, you know, uh, seasons, laugh tracks, people are flubbing their lines a little bit here and there. Uh, yep. They're waiting for the audience laughter to die down before they say their next thing. Yep. It's... it's Potentially an acquired taste to a gener- generation who grew up with thirty rock or whatever.
0: You know, when I when I was young, I, I appreciated, I liked the later series more. I did. Mm. I thought, I thought, I thought because there was more happening, there was more action, and there was always like a gimmick of the week, like time was running backwards, or everyone's a wax droid of famous historical figures, or something like that. There was like a, but these early episodes, I don't know. I again. I'm rewatching it all now. I just finished the first mm. two series for this episode, so we'll see how I come but they're so good. They're just so well written. Like there's almost no wasted dialogue space. Like and, and yeah. Yeah. So, some of the concepts that they, that
1: they lay in the first few episodes don't really get violated at least not for a long time. Yeah. Like like the idea that your future fate <laughs> yeah. can't yeah. be changed. So so like Think, thinking about this, like uh, Lister sees himself as a very old man eventually, yeah. like 120 years old. I can't remember exactly. So yeah. the fact that these actors in with real the, life the are hand, aging with the metal hands, with the metal hands, <laughs> uh, are are aging um, dramatically, you know, in real time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, making this show is not out of continuity with the show's premise itself no, it's because not. they are destined to live on Red Dwarf for the rest of their lives. Yeah, except Rimmer, okay. who has multiple. You know what? It's that—that's that, a later series thing.
0: We'll talk about I mean, that later. It's got kind of like a Harry Potter type of evolution to it, in the way that, like, like you know, when when you're reading through the Harry Potter books, like, okay, the only way to get a Hogwarts is to go to Platform Nine and Three Quarters and hop on the Hogwarts Express. Okay, no, you can also take a flying car. Okay. And by the end, it's just like yeah. just snap your fingers, you're there. You know, yeah. it, it's kind of like yeah. that with Red Dwarf too. They had to change, you know, because originally Rimmer's a hologram; he can't touch anything, he can't go mm-hmm. anywhere. When he leaves mm-hmm. the ship, he has to go in this hologram projection suite, the, this like cage that comes along with him. And then later, you find, he's got a floating hologram generation yeah, device he's a, he's inside a hard of a light, it. much and like then the later it's Hard the light. Yep, yep. Yes. Yep. 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 Oh, that's so as... a lot of parallels. But the thing is, Red Dwarf is fully aware of it. Like, in the beginning of, ep- of... Okay, they set up a major, major cliffhanger at the end of Series 2. Where... Where Lister's... Should I, can I say it? Yeah. It's been a while. Say it. Yeah. Lister's, Lister's pregnant. <laughs> with with twin boys. That's how he got Jim and Bexley. That's how he got Jim and Bexley. Man, but after that, anyway, Jim Bexley. <laughs> they set up this whole thing. This really... It was building to this thing, and then again, two-year break until the next series. And what they do is they have an opening crawl like a Star Wars crawl, too fast that you could ever actually read it. And my VHS mm-hmm. tapes were so bad I couldn't read it even at the slow mo. So I actually had to look it up on Usenet. Usenet. I looked on That's Rec beautiful. Arts. Rec Arts Red Dash Dwarf. Dot. We well, no, Alt Rec Arts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to read it and they explain that everything that happened in the first two two series happened just how they said it would but it's not important so let's just go back to Red Dwarf and now there's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Holly's a girl now. You know, it's, like, it you, know, it's you know, you know, and 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 that's enough. That's enough because it yep. It it does tr- it did try to wrap up the continuity of there, but then it was like we're not going to get bogged down in it. And yeah. it knows it knows what it is. One of my favorite lines in the thing is when Crichton, who is a robot that you'll meet in series two, but then disappears. By a different actor, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then a different actor comes in in a series later. But he says, he says, "Sir, is this the human emotion that you call friendship?" And Lister goes, it is way too early in the morning for the Star Trek crap. You know, like, you, know, like, you know, it knows what it is. It knows it, it, it's, it's tremendously self-aware, but it's not self-aware in the way that they wink at the audience. I, I don't mm. like that so much, but like mm. it, it knows what it is and um, you need to watch the first two series. And like, and if you don't like the first two series, watch series three after you're done yeah. because yeah. even if you don't if you don't like what red dwarf is just stick around because it'll be something else facts mad facts
1: uh you know you who know. didn't know what it was what sir cool patrick cool. stewart
0: he's a huge fan though oh, he oh! is now yes yes, yes. <laughs> i i saw his interview on red dwarf night um he saw it and he wanted to sue when he first saw yeah he it. was he thought he it was, was ripping convinced off it
1: was yeah. a ripoff of next generation until he got yeah. it but like i don't know how you would i i want to give this man more credit it's a good story but yeah. i don't know how you watch five minutes of red dwarf and not realize a it's a sitcom and b it's just lampooning science fiction like i don't yeah. i don't believe him i think he's but a yeah. big fat
0: liar <laughs> But, yeah, he hosted Red Dwarf Night, which was uh, something they did when Series 7 came out, when they did a cooking yeah. show called Can't Smeg, Won't Smeg, which was a parody <laughs> of Can't Cook, Won't Cook. And yeah. they, they had Red Dwarf A to Z, which had Daleks in it. And, uh, yeah, I, he hosted that.
1: I got to appreciate, like, like how it's become a trope, because this, this show is a contemporary with Next Generation, which is why Patrick Stewart got all upset about it. He's a British, so he, he'll watch it on BBC, I'm sure. But... Yeah. Um, I just
0: no what was i saying <laughs> patrick stewart because <laughs> it, it's so different it's so different from yeah you, you could he couldn't possibly have thought that it was a, a a ripoff of next generation you know who else is a fan of red dwarf madonna mm. madonna likes red dwarf you know who else bill clinton bill clinton's a fan of red dwarf i don't care about either
1: of these people yeah, patrick stewart's cool he's still making star trek yeah. Se- season two of picard's coming out i'm sure um, he's also uh you know what spoilers never mind the 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 point being um these these first two series uh make real good use of the cast yes. so the 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 first episode starts with everyone alive you know you have the yep. captain uh yep. you have Chican uh kachansky you yep. have the love um, interest.
0: Yeah, you have it, it the It really seems it's... It, yeah, you have Peterson, who went on to play Peterson. Ron Weasley's father in Harry Potter. See, I brought it back to Harry That's Potter. That's why it looks familiar. Yep, and he was also in a, a, a short series done by uh, Rob Grant. No, no. Yeah, by Rob Grant called The Strangerers, which also has the ca- cast from Blake 7 uh, in there. Oh, but it was God. canceled and never finished. It's really good if you could find it, but it was never released on anything. Strangerers.
1: But- but these, these characters keep appearing in flashbacks yep. uh, mm-hmm. or, or other situations relating to holograms. Coming, yep, or, or, or Dream or. recorders. Yeah, it's, 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 yep. it's like Lost before Lost. I've mentioned this before. I'll mention it again. Like, you know, Ethan dies in se- season one of Lost, and you, you see him for the rest of the show for various reasons. They do a pretty good job, and it makes more sense if the first two series were filmed yep back-to-back because eventually some characters get replaced by different actors but uh, Captain Hollister is always Captain Hollister.
0: (laughs) Yep. Kachansky is played by three different people. Peterson was, three? Was, oh, wow. Peterson was always played by the same person, and okay. so were Chem. Chem and Shelby were always played by the same people, but Peterson became way too popular by the time Series 7 came around, so they just said, where's Peterson? They're like, he's drunk. Yes, <laughs> very, very, He's Dutch. Very, it's fine. Very in character. I guess any Redhead right, will do. <laughs> I have the arm of a Danish moron. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm yeah, sorry. Is it Danish?
0: Yeah. Sorry the danish Not dutch. yes you see different now the
1: well I is it the may, same i can't remember i
0: i may have seen this show more than once yes
1: i i i hate <laughs> there are only two things i can't stand people who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the dutch
0: <laughs> different you know, show. death sorry death 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 isn't the the handicap it used to be in the olden days
1: that's true it's true um, I, I don't know. I don't have any more comments about the first two series. Oh, uh, uh, I do have yes. um, the intelligent appliances are very Douglas Adams.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yes. They all have the toaster ex- existential crises. And that, mm-hmm. that's explored. Oh, my goodness. That's explored more as the series goes on. Yes. The toaster The toaster yes. really goes through some things. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Red Dwarf. The toaster really goes through some things. Yes. Um, there, um, yeah. You, you,
1: you mentioned you could like jump into any episode, but occasionally there's continuity. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. The 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 first series ends in more or less of a crossover when there where there's two rumors By That's the end right. of episode five, and the episode right. six is all about them trying to coexist, which of course they can't. Yeah. Um, of course. But the, the thing the thing that comes out of that. Is just beautiful. They're they're great character pieces, and just wonderful. I I get. Speaking of later series, I get why they had to do what they had to do with Rimmer. Oh yeah, later on, but yeah. you know there was there was some growth that was lost. Let me just say,
0: yeah, I, yeah. we'll get to
1: that yeah. eventually. Wow, ah, bummer, and, dude! You can't grow on this show. You got to stay static.
0: I mean they're just, the relationship that they have, it's the same reason the sitcom The Odd Couple worked because they yeah. are different but 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 deep down, like, you want to see this relationship through and you have wonderful, uh, w- skipping ahead to series three, you have, you. some people will look at the episode Marooned as coming back to the series one and two format of just mm. two people talking something out because I really think that's some of the strongest character moments. Like, Red Dwarf evolves to be almost an action comedy sci-fi. Like it really, really gets really, really gets nice um, as it goes on. But these first episodes, I really think you should watch. And and um, also, if you're interested in the the universe behind it, read the book Infinity Welcomes Careful Drivers, which is the Red Dwarf novel. Get it on audiobook read by Chris Berry. It's wonderful. And and it's basically the plot of the first two seasons but with way more detail because there's a lot of references references Lister makes to, you know, the f- things he does back when he was on Titan and things like that. And you get to actually hear them played out. So it's referencing a book that was written after <laughs> it's yeah, it's fascinating. It's, you know what else really you know
1: what else yep. talks about uh, life on on Titan? Yeah. Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. Okay. I haven't I mean, watched well, it, yet. it I haven't well, it's watched the round around, it yet. around uh, the the new one. I'll talk about the anime, but you know, I haven't watched the new one either. But okay, um, all right, and, I hear, and last I hear thoughts mixed we should, Oh yeah, we, oh, should, really? we should wrap oh, that's this a up.
0: Yeah, yeah, we should we should wrap this up because uh, there's a lot more Red Dwarf to talk about, and I really want to hear everybody's feedback on this. Yeah. So it's yeah. a short series. You, it's it's available on uh, BritBox is a way you can yeah. watch it. Um, yeah. There it's the only
1: are freeway.
0: yeah. I mean, if you search around the internet, okay. You, you I mean, I, I know one of my friends is watching it right now on Daily Motion. Who knows if that'll stay up for a while? But it's sure. it's on there, um, you know. But if you can get the D, if if you're interested in the show at all, the DVDs are a good deal or buying them from Amazon or Apple TV. Since each show, series is, is short, the episodes are fairly cheap. So but I would totally recommend this. Comparatively. Absolutely. And apparently they're right. rewatchable. <laughs> I yeah, man. Thir- 35, 34
1: years later. Oh that's man! Wild.
0: I'm sorry to gush like this. I'm sorry to gush no, like this. No, you shouldn't be. But I just, I, as I said, this is one of the shows that shaped me uh, growing up. And it based my ideas of comedy and uh, just everything. I was, I, I, Doctor Who had an influence, but Red Dwarf had more, you know.
1: Ooh, controversial statement.
0: I'm going to leave it at that. Okay.
1: Oh, boy. There's also more new Doctor Who airing this year as well. So
0: I'm just a whole Doctor behind. There. Okay.
1: Oh, no. Well, this one's almost done.
0: I better better get in there
1: all right yeah yeah all right uh i don't see anything in the mail uh any any user feedback much more than what we've shown over the course of uh the episode here so i guess we're just gonna leave it at that but uh what do you guys want us to review
0: next i know you've
1: you've mentioned films which we could absolutely do
0: i'd also Um, like to i'd also like to review something i don't like because right now Sean and I are just kinda of pulling up some of our favorites and yeah. it would be kinda of nice to I mean, not that I want to watch something bad, but like I it, it would be nice to to, to have something that I, I go in with no expectation on.
1: I could I could talk about C season two.
0: I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it, I it, oh I won't I won't
1: influence oh. you then. Oh. I have feelings about it though. I okay. sure do.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, or Mr. Corman. Mm. I can't watch that because the, the actor that plays the friend on Mr. Corman is also one of the people who was acting in one of the textbooks that I, that I use in my class. You see, uh, it's put out by Oxford. The, 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 the textbook is called um, Speak Now. It was made about eight years ago, and he plays one of the characters in the included DVD. And the acting so is so bad, but I can't I can't treat him as a serious actor. He's not bad. He might not he's be, not, but I'll show you this sometime. It's, that's not the reason not to
1: on. watch it. I'm just telling you. Okay, all right. All oh, right, there's right.
0: there's more reasons not to watch it. Well, I know it got yes. canceled. I know it got canceled pretty yeah, immediately not, after okay. it. Pretty immediately mm-hmm. after it went out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
1: Cool. Well, thanks, everyone, for uh, listening to this episode of Two Boobs Watch the Tube. Um yep. I, uh, man, I had, I had an outro for this, but I forgot.
0: I want to lie shipwrecked and comatose, uh, drinking fresh mango juice, goldfish mm. shoals nibbling at my toes, fun, 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 in the sun, sun, sun. Fun, I, fun, fun, <laughs> in the sun, sun, sun.
1: I just want you to know, I gave her one. <laughs>
0: I'm much too much of a gentleman to 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 have to go down to this locker room talk. I just want you to know, I gave her one. <laughs> all right. Oh man, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna watch series three right after right after this. You I'm, should. I'm, I'm just Absolutely. I'm just going right into it because backwards is Everyone. one of the, the all time greats.
1: Okay. Oh, what happens when you have to... Yep, yep, okay, we're going to leave that there. I'm going to watch until I get to
0: White Hole. White Hole, oh my goodness. What is it? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for making it to the end of another episode of Two Boobs Watch the Tube. If you would like to support these boobs, please subscribe. Like us on iTunes and tell a friend. If you want to give us a big push up, donate to the Famicom Dojo Patreon found in the show notes. There you can also find info about sponsoring an episode and also info about the other great shows and one bad one on the Nerd and Tie Network. Until next time, keep it classy.